0: Hey guys, this is Vanessa Dyer, and I'm the Charlotte, North Carolina-based lifestyle blogger behind thecheekybean.com. With several successful years as a business owner, a first-time mom, and a deep passion for health and wellness, I'm here to share my honest, unfiltered advice on all things motherhood, relationships, travel, and more. So grab a coffee and join the conversation. This is the Cheeky Bean Podcast. So I met Kristen, our guest of the show today, almost exactly Two years ago, during the height of the pandemic, I knew that I had to have her on the podcast because not only is she a badass at what she does, she is also a mom. Kristen owns Plumped, an aesthetic boutique, which is where I've not only had some of the best facials in my entire life, but she is also who does my Botox. She is very talented at what she does. Kristen has worked in cardiology for over 10 years. She's a national trainer for PDO threading, which she introduced to the Charlotte market back in 2016, and she was recently named top 100 best aesthetic injectors in the country for 2021 and 2022. On this episode, we go all over the place. We discuss anti-aging techniques, acne, and what causes acne. Botox and fillers, the most results driven facials, what it's like being a mom to a toddler while running a business, and so much more. With that, let's welcome Kristen to the Cheeky Bean podcast. All right, Kristen, why don't you start us off by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your story? I know you have spent many years in cardiology prior to opening up your own practice. So, what inspired you to make the switch? Give us the backstory. So
1: my name is Kristin Cabeda and I'm a physician assistant. I've been a physician assistant for about 11 years now, um, originally from New York, moved down here to Charlotte about 10 years ago. And yes, I did practice cardiology for a very long time, still do, and I always did aesthetics part-time um, and I actually worked at a medical practice up in North Charlotte. And just decided one day that I was there for a really long time. It served its purpose. I grew. I had so many great opportunities while I was there. And I just decided, you know what? There's pretty much no reason why I shouldn't just do this for myself and just have my own business and just, you know, do do what I believe in, basically as far as aesthetic medicine goes. Um, so that's exactly what I did in uh, February of 2020. I left where I was and opened up my own practice.
0: Right at the start of the pandemic. Right at the start of the pandemic. What was that Six like? Six
1: weeks before all the shutdowns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, It was crazy, to yeah. say the least. Um, Right before I resigned from where I previously was, um, I also found out that I was pregnant. <laughs>
0: oh, wow. That's so, a lot all at once. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I resigned. I was still working at the hospital. I was trying to just basically... You know, come up with a plan of how I was even gonna open this practice, like how many patients am I gonna have? Like how is this gonna go? What days am I gonna work? Who's gonna work with me? Like things like that. Yeah. Um, and as I'm trying to figure it out and as we basically open up, um, and I start booking my patients, we have this, you know, statewide shutdown and which is completely scary for a new business owner because it's like, What? Like I just decided I finally decided to do this and now Look what's happening. Like, is this even going to survive? Like, what's going to happen in the future? So it was definitely very scary.
0: scary. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's when I first met you. Mm -hmm. We had initially talked, and I I was going to come in for an appointment, and then all this happened, and I was also pregnant. Yep. Which I don't think you knew at the time, (laughs) but I was so nervous to come in because – I don't know, it just felt scary. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, should I even leave my house? What should be, right. I forgot, you know, it's my first time being pregnant. Right. Um so I did end up coming in in yep. May. Yep, in May. When things finally opened back up and, and still I, that was even kind of like yeah, sketchy at first it was. for everybody to be out and about and everything and like taking all these precautions and everything. Yeah. And- Yeah. But I I'm so glad that I did because I I would have never met you had I not come in. And you are like incredible. Oh, thank you. I am. I'm really proud of what you've created because I feel like I've also seen it evolve over time. And you are badass. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Tell us a little bit about Plumped. So Plumpt um, is
1: an aesthetic boutique here in Charlotte, North Carolina. We perform select services, only the ones that I truly 100% back up and believe in that I know work. I inject, so um, I inject fillers, Botox. um, I do non-surgical facelifts with PDO threads. Um, I have two other injectors at my practice. I have three estheticians, so we perform facials, which you love. My favorite. Um, facials, microneedling, chemical peels. Um, we do RF microneedling, which is radio frequency microneedling with Morpheus 8. Um, we do a whole bunch of really cool things. Um, we do PRF injections, PRF with microneedling. We do we do a whole bunch of really cool stuff. Um, but again, it's only stuff that I 100% believe in. Um, I will not just bring on any service to my practice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. You guys do an awesome job. You have a really good reputation around Charlotte. Thank too. you. Thank you. So I know that you guys are known for your talent around injectables. And I want to talk about that. But you also offer one of the best facials that I've ever had. <laughs> well, I can't take any credit for that. I have. I will say that my team, you know, you are,
1: I think, who's on your team. And I 100% believe in that. Like, I never want to just make myself be great and just concentrate on me. Like I 100% believe in the people that I have on my team. You know, I hate when they call me the boss or the owner. Like I hate that title. Like I love being part of the team, yeah. but it's all about making them great. And, you know, just having great people on my staff. Like, you know, Christina. She's incredible. Like you're, like she, <laughs> she's probably the most incredible facial, facialist, <clears throat> excuse me, in Charlotte. I mean, yes. she's amazing. She is the hands
0: of an angel. Amazing. <laughs> My mom is completely obsessed with Christina. She drives all the way from Atlanta just to get a facial from Christina. Yes, she is. Christina's great. I've known
1: Christina for so many years. Um, I know I've pretty much known everybody that I work with for a while or have some connection to them personally in some way. Yeah. Um, you know, Anna's amazing. Malia's amazing. Um, it's just everybody is great at everything that they do over there. And I like, you know, people come in and they're like, whoa. Like, where has this been? Like, yeah. well, how come I didn't know that this existed? Right. Like, you know, you guys have amazing estheticians. You guys have amazing injectors, things like that. Yeah. And I think it is because we only do what we believe in. And, you know, this although this is this is our jobs, this is our business, like this is – it's also something that all of us are extremely passionate about, um, which obviously helps. Like if you have someone that's doing a job that they're not passionate about, they're not going to put 100% into that. it. Right. They're going to half-ass it and – I can truly say that everybody on my team cares about what they're doing and cares about our patients. So they put 100% into
0: it. I can attest. (laughs) Uh, Why do you think that adult acne is happening more than ever? And what do you advise to manage it? Adult acne, I think think it's really hard. I think a lot of it has to do
1: with hormonal issues. um, And I think a lot of it, unfortunately, has to do with poor diets, poor lifestyle, things like that. Um we see quite a few patients with adult acne um and usually it is related to one of those two issues. Um getting on a really good skincare regimen is going to help, but obviously you need to change things from the inside out first. So making sure that, you know, if you really can't have dairy, don't be on dairy, don't be eating foods high in sugar, carbohydrates, things like that, eat a cleaner diet. Um you know, a lot of women are on hormonal birth control mm-hmm. later in, you know, their life now. Um, they're having kids later on. They're choosing not to have kids later on. So that also contributes to it. Um, but definitely making sure you're on a really good skincare regimen using medical grade skincare products. And I cannot okay. emphasize that enough. <laughs> um, and you don't need to make your skincare routine crazy. A couple of great products, and that's all you need.
0: What, give us some brands. What skincare brands are you a fan so, of? So
1: um, I personally love Revision Skincare. Yeah. Um, I like Skin Better, which is actually a line that we just brought into our practice and will be available when we move to our new location. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Um, Elastin is another amazing skincare brand. Um, and I've researched you know all of these brands before I even decided to partner with them. There is you know so many brands out there, um, but these are ones that I truly believe in that I know work. Um, Elastin is a medical grade skincare company. It's newer to the market, but it's the fastest growing skincare line, um, over the past couple of years. Okay. Um, and they have really good corrective, um, skincare options. Okay. Um, and I think I actually gave you to try once it was a, called Hydra Tint from them. It's a tinted, um, sunscreen and yes. moisturizer. Yes. I it's did try that. Amazing. It is great. Yes, amazing. I do like it. And so, I also
0: really liked, I tried your revision has like their version of a vitamin C. Mm-hmm, it's yep. more of a cream. And I also really liked that yep, The C plus, well. Yes, yes yep, that's amazing. What's great about
1: that is, is that a lot of vitamin C's, they oxidize if you leave them out in the sun or anything, yes. or if let's say you left it in the car, this is in a black container. It will yep. never do that. So it's also great because if God forbid you left it somewhere, you didn't just waste $175. <laughs> yeah. And
0: I learned something recently, apparently when vitamin C oxidizes oxidizes like that, which a lot of people don't even know that their vitamin mm-hmm. C has oxidized. It actually can cause acne. Yes, it can. And so you have to keep it out of the sunlight, covered up, things yeah. like that. And people don't realize that. So they're sitting there and they're pumping it and they're still putting it on their face and that's I what's know. happening. Yeah. I I actually have one now that you mix together when you get it mm-hmm. so that it, it prevents that from happening long term right. because it hasn't been sitting on a shelf for X amount of time that you're not exactly. privy to when it's already oxidized by the time you get it. Right. Um, but I feel like that's a tip or a little yeah. tidbit of information that no. most people aren't Yeah, no, aware definitely.
1: Of. I mean, I do have some patients that are like, you know, I, I left, you know, with, I've seen previously with other brands, oh, I left it in the car and now it looks this funky color. Throw yeah. it out. It, yeah. It's
0: garbage now. <laughs> I know. For somebody who is maybe new to skincare or doesn't have a, you know, a, a wide array of skincare products, mm. where should they start? Definitely sunscreen, hands down, number one. If that's the
1: only thing that you can do or afford, sunscreen. Sunscreen yeah. is everything. Anti-aging. You need to wear a sunscreen even if you're sitting in your house all day. Sun coming in from the windows. If you're driving in the car. Like little things like that people don't realize because most people think beach. They associate sunscreen with just being outside like sunbathing, sitting by the yes. pool, going to the beach, things like that. And they don't they don't realize that they should be wearing it every day. But that is hands down the number one thing that people should be using. Okay. Keep it simple though. All you need is a great moisturizer, a great face wash, a vitamin C, and a retinol. Retinol for cellular turnover, so it's going to keep your skin looking nice and healthy. Vitamin C for brightening, a great face wash to take off all that makeup um, and get everything nice and clean, and then a great moisturizer to keep you hydrated. And a hyaluronic acid, too, is super important. Um, That keeps you super moisturized. Okay.
0: What's the quickest way
1: to overhaul your skin? (sighs) quickest way to overhaul I would say if you have some damage to it sun damage it's just looking dull I think personally the best thing is coming in and starting with a chemical peel honestly it's going to resurface everything it's going to get rid of all the dead skin it's going to help with the fine lines the wrinkles pore size and because you're getting off all those dead layers of skin it's going to help all of your products penetrate better so coming in for there's many different types of chemical peels out there um we personally do custom chemical peels, so we customize it to your skin, which is a very mild peel, Okay. great for first timers. Um, We offer a VI peel, which is a medium depth peel. And then our deepest peel is called a Cosmolin peel, and that's for people with severe hyperpigmentation or melasma um, or some more serious skin issues that we're looking to basically just clear up
0: really quick. So say someone wants to come in and do the milder peel because it's their first time, Mm -hmm. what's the downtime like with that? Usually chemical peels, you
1: don't peel the day that you get it. Usually day three is when you start noticing some dryness and flakiness, and it actually starts around the mouth. So, oh, it's actually still, <laughs> <laughs> so it just starts peeling backwards, but yep. it's great because we can still wear the mask and not like look That's weird true. in public. That's so true. Yeah, it's honestly the worst when it's around your mouth. Um, I guess I personally don't really care because I work in the industry and yeah. it's more of like a, a topic of conversation. Like, hey, what did you do? Right. So yeah.
0: I'm sure everybody wants to know what you, exactly. what you're a fan of. <laughs>
1: um but you know day three is when you usually start peeling and okay. it usually lasts for seven days sometimes a little bit longer it really just depends on how good you took care of your skin before the peel for you i would say probably seven days max um okay and it also depends how much you're going to peel some people don't even really peel with a chemical peel if you take really good care of your skin and now you're applying these kind of more um heavy duty treatments to it you might not get crazy peeling but someone else might get like sheets it might look like a snake peeling off right so it really just depends but that doesn't mean you're not going to have great results it just means you know your skin's a little bit different
0: how but, long do the results typically last
1: i mean it, it's permanent you're just removing layers of dead skin okay um, it's something that you'd want to do a couple times a year i was about though, to say you have to do it more yeah. than once okay. i would definitely recommend i mean if anything two times a year okay. definitely after a summer is over because yes. you want to get all that all sun, that sun damage, damage off and just start fresh for fall and then once again in the spring and that's yeah. it
0: yeah, I think, too, I know we were talking about sunscreen being the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go back and tell my younger self that because I was very much the person that always wore sunscreen, but Girl, only... I lived in a tanning bed. I know. I, well, lived, I did that, too. I, lived, I did that, too. If you look at me from the age of, like, 17 to 21, um, I was not this color. Yeah. I was probably six shades darker. Yep. And all I did was live in a tanning bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did that, and I wore sunscreen at the beach, but that, I, was, it. that was it. I never cared about indirect sun exposure. And to be honest, I don't even think it crossed my mind until recently. Yeah. But I think something that is really important is finding a sunscreen that you actually really like. Mm -hmm. A sunscreen that's more a skincare product versus a true sunscreen. Because then you're just apt to put it on last and make it part of your skincare routine. Exactly. And that takes a long time to find too. I think
1: like the tinted sunscreens that a lot of
0: companies offer are
1: a great idea. Because you're finding something that you like, it's doing something for your skin, and it's still protecting your skin. Yes. Because if you're just going and getting something over the counter and something, you know, from the drugstore, you're not going to wear that. Right. Plus it's bad for your skin because some of it's going to clog your pores. So yes, definitely finding something that will fit into your skincare routine will help.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts on a BBL?
1: I think they're good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good for moving some redness out of the skin, things like that. I mean, there's so many different options.
0: There's so there many are. different
1: options. There's BBL. There's IPL. There's you know, there's there's so many different options. There's there's so much. There's the Cosmelan Peel, like I talked about, to get rid of like pigmentation yeah. issues. So, so I think everything has its place. Yes, I think not one thing is not better than the other. I just think there's a place for everything.
0: Yeah, I. I actually want to talk about how many options there are because I feel like it can be really overwhelming. So for people who maybe have never had a facial or are looking, they've only had a signature facial or something mm-hmm. that's more of a deep clean, what should they be looking for when they're trying to take their skin to the next level and pick between these options? So that's a great question because I feel like we get that a lot with patients when they
1: call to book, like I want to book a facial, like what type should I book? So I always tell everybody, Book our signature facial, because you know why? Like, and I'm sure you've experienced it when you come in. All our facials are amazing, but no facial that you get is ever going to be the same. You come in for one and it's like one day and two weeks later, it's not going to be the same. And it's not going to be the same because your skin's not going to be the same. So it's always customizable to what's going on with your skin at that time. Your facial in the summer is not going to be the same as your facial in the winter. True. So there's different factors that go into it. If you're breaking out one day, you're not going to get the same products on your face as if you weren't breaking out. If you're breaking out, you know, we've used like high frequency on you before. Like sometimes we have to do extractions, sometimes we don't. A signature facial is our best bet because you're always gonna get it customized to your skin.
0: Okay. Perfect. I I wanna try the chemical peel. That's one <laughs> after of after summer, let's do it. Okay. That's like <laughs> that's one of the only things I feel like I have not tried, mm-hmm. but I've heard nothing but good things about it from you guys. And yep. also I listen to a lot of podcasts around skincare. Yeah. And- different doctors and they all recommend the peels it's like a as reset. well
1: it's like a reset yes so and it's again it's it's letting it's getting those dead layers of skin off of your face a lot quicker yeah than just using a retinol or something like that just to let all your products penetrate better and you take care of your skin very well so I do. you you know you are going to have amazing results from it you know it's it's a little hard to deal with the peeling process sometimes but the outcome is totally worth it yeah it's just it's it just makes you
0: brighter and it just it's, it's good. I know. Well, I, I honestly was pretty proud of myself because I did get BBL recently and they actually said that I have very minimal sun damage yeah. on my face, which I was like, wow, I, I don't know how, but <laughs> I was impressed to hear that. So maybe I won't peel as bad. Maybe, maybe, but it's totally <laughs> random. Like even if yep. like, you
1: know, with me, I've done it once, but be- I've done it a couple of times. Um, but my skin is personally, I have very sensitive skin. Um, yeah. So I tend to, I'm the person that peels twice. I'm the person that yep. all these like crazy things, not crazy things, but like I'm going to end up like with really heavy peeling and then it's going to look like it's better. And then three days later it starts peeling again. Oh no. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's just it's a great, it. it's definitely worth it. It's just a great reset. And it, yeah. it's just something
0: that it, even if you did it personally, just once a year, I think that would be a really okay. good option for you. Okay, I'm gonna do After it. After summertime. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> what about microneedling? Can you talk about microneedling and then the difference between PRP and PRF? Yeah. So, um, microneedling
1: is when we use a device, an electronic device. Um, it has little, little tiny needles in it, um, and we basically stamp the skin with it. It causes micro injuries and micro channels in the skin. Anytime you create a micro-injury to the skin, it creates new collagen. Yeah. Um, so it's perfect for anti-aging. So it helps with fine lines, um, wrinkles, pore size, tightening the skin. Um, we, in our practice, do microneedling with PRF a lot. And PRF stands for platelet-rich fibrin. Um, a lot of other practices choose to use PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, Um Platelet-rich fibrin is going to give you more collagen production. So basically what we do is we draw your blood. We spin it in a centrifuge. um, We extract the platelets and um, white blood cells from it, which basically have all of the stem cells and growth factors in it. And then we either microneedle that into your face or inject it into your face. The difference between PRP and PRF is PRP is spun very fast. Um, PRF is spun very slow you end up with a yellow substance with PRP and a rose gold colored one with PRF. Okay. The stem cells and growth factors are active for 20 minutes in PRP. They're active for two weeks in PRF. And we're actually doing a new service now, um, and we're probably one of very few in the country doing it. Um, It's PRF gel. So basically, I create a filler out of your blood. And
0: And then you inject
1: it. And then I inject it into your face. So is it better to inject it versus stamping it? So if I inject it, it's going to give you collagen production from the inside out and help with deeper structures. Um, It can help with um, volume loss, basically, in the face. So it would be a more natural alternative to dermal fillers, your typical hyaluronic acid-based dermal fillers like Juvederm, Restylane, things like that. Um, if we microneedle it into the face, it's going to help with more superficial skin issues, the fine lines, the wrinkles, the pore size, things like that, because it's going into a different layer of the skin. So okay. both beneficial just depending on what you're trying to do.
0: Okay. I've heard that people who have really bad seasonal allergies, sometimes they get the sinking underneath their eyes. Would that be a good option for them if they didn't want to go... The filler route, but they wanted a more natural option. So actually,
1: dermal fillers under the eyes, if you have seasonal allergies, is the worst idea ever. Really? <laughs> Hands down, the worst idea ever. How come? Because it blocks the lymphatic drainage. So if you okay. are experiencing allergies, you're getting a lot of extra fluid under your eyes, and if you have dermal filler sitting on top of that, it's always going to be puffy.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's like
1: actually one of the first questions I ask patients when they when they come in for a consult for under eye filler. Yeah. Um. I love doing filler in the under eyes or tear trough area, but I also think that you have to be literally the perfect patient to do it. Um, Yeah. Literally the perfect patient. And I've I've chosen in the past, I'd say, year or so to lean more towards injecting PRF under the eyes because it will never cause a problem if you have allergies. It'll give you that boost of volume that you need. Right. Um, And especially with the PRF gel now, you're going to get more volumizing. Um, and a longer-lasting effect of the PRF because actually with the gel, the PRF is now active for three months.
0: Okay. Okay. So the gel you can put under the your gel eyes. you can
1: right because it's it. it's
0: going to basically
1: it's going to integrate in your tissue and it's not just a gel sitting in there. Basically, dermal filler is like a gel. If I was to squirt it in your hand, it's like it's, it's just, a gel. It just sits there. And okay. just It's great. Doesn't for, move. Right. Doesn't move. Great for giving you volume in your lips, your smile lines, you know, your cheeks, things like that. Love it. Great product. Certain areas of the face, it is not good in. Okay. Um, Or if you're just someone that's like, you know what? I need some extra
0: volume. I don't want to do filler. I want a more natural approach. Yeah. Well, now we have PRF gel. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to take off. Mm -hmm. Yes. Are there any long-term dangers or repercussions to doing filler that's not natural? (sighs) Except looking like a crazy person because you've done too much. That's pretty
1: much about it. <laughs>
0: because I, I mean, you know, I've never had any filler. Mm-hmm. But my biggest concern, and I don't judge anybody that does yeah. filler. I'm the type of person that I'm like, if this makes you feel more beautiful, then I'm then all for it, it. Then do it. I could care less. But personally, I'm really careful about what I put in my body. Right. And my concern with it is what if you do filler for 10 to 15 years? You know, it's popular now for people that are between, what's like, you probably get patients that are 20 years old.
1: Oh, Yeah. And my, my patient range, you know, I have I have patients, I you know, I won't inject anything under the age of 18. I think, you know, that's crazy to do. But yeah. 18, I mean, I have patients that are in their 70s and 80s. Right. And I think it's just a matter of, so good news is that all fillers, pretty much all fillers are dissolvable. Okay. They're made of hyaluronic acid. Again, that
0: gel. Yep. You don't like it, you dissolve it. Okay. You just get it out of there. But if you did fillers for like 10 or 15 years and then you just don't care anymore you know you get to like just don't do it 67 years old and you don't want to do it anymore it won't change how you look no okay it's not
1: going to change how you look I mean unless again you're getting so much pumped into your face that your your skin can't accommodate it anymore and you're just you have that overfilled look like I mean it's just yeah. it's going to leave you looking not the best after that but I mean I think I think fillers are great you just need to go to someone that Knows what they Here's doing. what I tell people all the time. What does your injector look like? Yes. Yes. I don't well, yeah. feel like I look crazy. <laughs> Do you know what I no. mean? Like, I don't... I have a bunch of filler in my face. Yes. I have threads in my face. I have Botox in my face. I keep it to a very minimal level, and I don't want people to be like, oh, she's not touching me.
0: Right. So that's actually... That's actually my thought process on it, too. I mean, I was also very nervous about Botox, but I was grinding my teeth like crazy. Mm -hmm. And my doctor actually said, at this point, if you don't want to wear a guard at night then you should really look into Botox. And that's kind of when my my <laughs> thought process on it changed because I know how many times we try and get you to do it. Yes. I'm like, just a little bit, just a little bit. bit. No, just a little I'm bit. Good. I'm good. <laughs> um, but, you know, I got sick of grinding my teeth. It hurts, my temples are really sore. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try this and I'm going to go to Kristen for that reason. Because I was like, she knows what she's doing. She looks great. I've seen her do my friends. They right. look great. No right. one comes out looking crazy. Right. I have never seen anybody come out of your office with my eyebrows whole, at different no, levels. My whole you know, goal
1: is is like i want someone to
0: look at you and be like
1: did you go on vacation or did you like did you get some rest i don't yeah. ever want someone to be like what did, you, what did you put in your chin? Right. Or what did you put in your cheeks? Immediately that, yeah. Right.
0: And that was the first thing I said to you. I was like, I do not want to look different. Right. That is my main goal. I don't want to look different. I just want to stop grinding my teeth. Right. Oh, and while I'm here, let's take care of these 11 <laughs> Let's 11s. take care of these lines, yeah. right. I think too, what What are your thoughts on preventative Botox? Because- I think it's great. And that's exactly what we're doing for you. Yes. I mean,
1: like your biggest thing with the forehead was, you know, I have a line there yes. and my makeup's creasing in it. It's not going away. Yeah, It's better to start now wait because that crease is only going to get deeper. It's only going to get harder to fix. It's only going to get more expensive to fix. So if you start, you know, doing maybe just one area, like at a younger age, you'll
0: avoid all of that. Right. Yeah, and I think too, looking at genetics is a big mm-hmm. thing. Like you can look at your genetics and see that, my 11s look just they're going to look just like my mom's. right i i you have a strong muscle i do i have a strong muscle i'm very expressive mm-hmm. i work out a lot so there's a lot of movement right in my face and so i know that if i don't do anything about it now right i'm gonna end up with those deep lines later right. on too no and how much better is your makeup oh it's incredible i love <laughs> it, it just doesn't it, it doesn't, doesn't get in, in the lines exactly what do you, what age would you start recommending people to look at something like that? When people start noticing those deep set lines
1: or like lines when they're not making any expression basically, it's time. Okay. It's, it's definitely time. Okay. And that might, that might be at 22 years old for someone that yeah. might be at 45 for another. There's really right. no set age to start doing something like that. Um, it's just whenever you feel like, Hey, like I'm getting this and, and nothing's taking it away. Then it's yeah. time to start doing it.
0: Okay. That's good advice. What about, are there any other preventative measures outside of Botox and fillers that you would recommend for the younger generation? Again, sunscreen number yeah. one.
1: Skin care is number one. Always skincare. Making sure you wash your makeup off after a night out. Um, oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> I when I look at my college self, I didn't even. I mean, I would just I take don't a want makeup to look wipe back at that time, like a Neutrogena makeup wipe, and I would just get slather it, it all over my face, and it would be like half gone. And then I would wake up, and I just have black yep. stuff. So I can't believe I did that. Yeah. No, I know.
1: It just sits there. It just gets caked into your skin. Just good skincare, get on it at an early age um, and take your makeup off. Um, stay hydrated. Just start with facials. Just start with facials and dermaplane, you Yeah, know, to get rid of that. Oh, g- I love me some dermaplaning. <laughs> just
0: get rid of that. Get rid of that dead skin and just yeah. like, if
1: you're using good skincare, then you're good.
0: Yeah. So it was as a college aged person, would it still be feasible to invest in like a a high-end skincare, like something that 100%, you 100%, because these products, you're using such a small amount of them that, yes, they come with a little bit of
1: a price tag, but first of all, this is an investment, right? Yes. Second, you're just using a little, little tiny bit. Some of these products will last you three to six months. Yeah, so, that's also true. I mean, and then how many times you go to, like, the store, like, the if you were at the drugstore, you're buying multiple things because you're like, I don't like this, I don't like that, right. I don't like this, I don't like that, and you end up spending the money anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, as a college student, you know, even, again, if you just pick, like, two or three things that work. Go for it. Yeah, that's great advice. You don't need to get like, you don't need to get crazy and do a 15 step skincare routine to have great skin. Right.
0: That's true. What about, I need to know, what, how in the world are you supposed to lather on or layer oils? So I know you're supposed to do thinnest to thickest, yep. but I have de- a few different oils that I use or serums that are like an oil. Mm-hmm. And I can't figure out what order you're supposed to do those in because what are you doing them in now? I do, um, a hyaluronic acid, okay. Then a vitamin C, okay. And then a uh, like an AHA, okay. And then I continue on with the rest of my. Those are like the three that are kind of the same, like the consistency. same consistency. If the,
1: if things are the same, con- yes, you definitely want to go to lightest to heaviest. But if okay. things are the same consistency, it doesn't it's it fine. doesn't really matter. Yeah, okay. It doesn't matter. What are your thoughts on retinol? I think retinol is amazing. Okay. Um, I think the hardest thing everybody should be on a retinol. Okay. Um, a lot of people think they can't. Their skin can't tolerate a retinol because I think yes. the hardest thing is starting it and pushing through that initial phase. Okay. Um, biggest complaint I get from patients is, oh, I used it for a week and I just stopped using it. My skin was irritated. It's burning. Right. You, in that case, you're using it too frequently. Your skin just needs to basically adjust to it. Okay. So I'll tell patients, use it one night and then don't use it again until the fourth night. Just use it every four nights. When you okay. can tolerate that, you go to once every third night. When you can tolerate that, you know, every other Move night. Up. And then if you can get to it, every night. And you know what? You might not be able to get to it every night, but using something is better than using nothing at all. And there's a whole bunch of different strengths. There's like a 0.25, there's a 0.5, there's a 0.75. So it's all about finding, you know, the right type of retinol to use. Yeah. Um, some retinols are more drying than others. A um, couple of products we carry are actually hydrating retinols, so okay. you won't have as much of that dryness. But... That's the biggest thing to get through with retinol, but okay. retinol is great for cellular turnover, healthier looking skin, and that mm-hmm. diminishes fine lines, wrinkles, pore size too. So okay. definitely a great product. What's your favorite? My favorite is the one from Revision. Revision. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love I it. That's, it. It's hydrating. It's not harsh. Um, I personally use it once every other night. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. I know we touched on Botox and fillers, but what trends are you seeing around that? That you think are coming from social media are people coming into your office and sitting down and showing you a picture of a celebrity and saying this is what I want to look like how do I get there yes so great subject so (laughs) I think that that question is
1: really hard because I hate when people bring pictures in I'm not gonna lie Um, Mm -hmm. just because you are you Mm -hmm. there's only so much you can do I'm not trying to change the way that you look completely. Like like you said, I'm not trying to change the way that you look completely. Right. Like I'm not trying to make you look like a different person. I'm still trying to make you look like you. And some people come in and they're like, you know, I want these lips. Okay. You don't have that lip shape. Right. (laughs) Love you, but you don't have that lip shape. Here's what I can do. I cannot do this. And I think sometimes social media sets you up for that unrealistic goal. Now, if someone comes in and they're like, you know, I love this picture of so-and-so, look at their cheekbones, sure, we can make adjustments, give you those high cheekbones with some filler. Um, I think the biggest trend lately over the past, I'd say, year or so mm-hmm. um, is the cat eye. Oh, what's the, the cat eye? The cat eye, eye with um, PDO threading. So okay. PDO threading is absorbable sutures, basically, that are put in the skin and they can lift and reposition the tissue. Like a non-surgical facelift. Non-surgical facelift, right. Okay. I can lift the face. I can lift the neck. I can, you know, make your cheekbones higher. I can lift your neck up if it's a little bit saggy. I can lift your eyebrows. Okay. Um, but unfortunately with social media, you see all these posts of before and after with this, basically the corner portions of the eye pulled, pulled back, right, and they want that cat eye look. Okay. Um, and they'll come in and be like, oh, well, I saw you could do this with threads. Yes and no. So, yes, I can give you an eyebrow lift with threads, which will just affect your eyebrow. The pull of the threads for the first two weeks makes you look like you have that cat eye. It does not stay like that. Okay. But everybody thinks that it does. It does not. Okay. (laughs) That's a huge one. (laughs) Yeah. So how long does that last? So... It'll just last while the threads are tight, basically, and then it relaxes. Because that's not the point of the treatment. The point is to lift your brows. That's just a subsequent effect of it. But everybody wants that effect. That's not going to happen. Okay. That's not... That's that makes that happen. <laughs> I love how honest you are. Oh,
0: a hundred percent. I feel like you have no problem telling people no. No, I
1: don't. Because you know what? It's my work on your face, and if yes. I don't feel like it's going to do something for you, I'm not doing it. I'm not. Yeah. It's a business, but I'm not just trying. I'm not just making money. Right. Like, I don't want. I don't want someone looking at you and being like. Oh gosh, did who you did go? that? Right. Who did right. that remind me not to go there? That's not what I'm about and I've never been about that. Like I'd yeah. rather tell you no and it happens so often. I'll tell someone no and then they turn around and they go get it done somewhere else and then guess what? They're right back in my chair because they want me to fix they it. They want you to fix it. Because you didn't yeah. need it. That's I'm telling you no because there comes a certain line where you're going to look crazy or not like yourself or it's just going to look unnatural and I'm not doing it. I'm, yeah. I'm not doing it.
0: I love that about it. And you. I have no problem. I
1: have no problem coming in when someone has horrible lips. I have no problem when they sit down for an appointment for lip filler. No, you need them dissolved. I'm not touching your lips until we dissolve them and start over because yeah. you look nuts and I'm just going to make you look even worse. And I'm just not associating with that. Yeah. And that's, that's it. It's, it's, yes, it's a business, but it's, that's, I, Care. But you have your
0: best in like your I have everybody's best interest. Exactly. In
1: mind. Exactly. And I just I care too much. And I just don't, you know, I'd rather tell someone no and have them be mad at me than do it. And I, I feel like that's what's gotten me where you are. Where I am. I mean, I'm very honest with people.
0: I don't yeah. I don't care if it's gonna hurt your feelings. I'm gonna tell you if you look crazy. <laughs> well, I was about to say, I, I know we mentioned this in the intro, but I think that's why you have recently won best injectors list in the US because you do tell people no and you are definitely an artist of your craft. Thank you. You're very good at what you do and it looks very natural.
1: I think that you know going back to the social media thing too I think that everybody nowadays just looks at this and they're like oh I want to be an injector. I want to be an injector. I want to be an injector. I mean I've been an injector for 11 years now and I mean this was back before the days of social media. This was back you know when we were just injecting smile lines and things like that and it was all very basic i just think it looks like such a glamorous profession but people don't realize it's 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 a medical procedure like you anyone can stick a needle in someone's face but also if you don't have that eye you will make someone look crazy really quickly yeah really quickly yeah so I mean you could pick up a needle and stick <laughs> it in, and stick no, it in my you. face <laughs> but like you you have to know where you're putting it and where you're going to make a difference in someone's face and the shadows yeah. and the lighting and the way that your angles are because if you don't that's how you start getting crazy crazy results no kidding and we've all
0: seen it. Yes, we've all we've seen all it. We've all seen it. What yeah. was the show botched? Botched. <laughs> the show botched. We've seen it. It's we've out seen there. It.
1: I mean, you see it just walking around here. Like yeah. you see it walking to the grocery store. I mean there is
0: there's some crazy work and I'm like <laughs> I know. I know. Um, on the topic of social media, how do you think that social media has changed what people are asking for and how early they're asking for it?
1: I think that, you know, definitely the younger generation is asking for it quicker. I mean, it used to be back in the day, you know, your clientele was in their 40s or 50s and, you know, trying to correct things. And now I think it is a lot of the younger generation um, that they want to do their lips and they want to get their Botox done. Again, it's a situation where I've told girls point blank, like, your face is still developing. You're, mm-hmm. you're 18. Your face is going to look different when you're 25 than it is right now. Like, chill. Like, we yeah. don't need to do that. I mean... I I just think people see this stuff. They see, you know, the Kylie Jenner is getting it done. They see these celebrities that are a lot younger getting it done. And don't get me wrong. It's great. I Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's great to do it if something bothers you because it can be life-changing too. I mean, if you have something wrong and it's really bothering you and I can fix that with filler, let's do it. If that's going to make you feel so much better about yourself, then let's do it. Right. Because I want you to have that. But a lot of this cosmetic stuff, people just take it too far too soon. And it is because of social media.
0: Right. It's crazy. I know we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but can you talk a little bit about the filler situation that makes you look like you have butt implants? (laughs) Because I'm fascinated <laughs> by this topic, and I had so, no idea that you could even yes, do some, something like yes. this. I'm, so, I don't know if I'm just naive or living under a rock or what. But. No, so
1: um, I offer a procedure called an, um non-surgical gluteal enhancement. So basically, it's it's um, a non-surgical butt lift, or it's it's butt injections, basically that can you know give you fullness, more roundness to the butt. So you do not need a butt implant. You do not need a BBL necessarily. Or for someone that, you know, can't get a BBL because they don't have fat on their body. They're not a candidate for a BBL. Or right. for someone that can't, you know, deal with the downtime of a BBL in surgery. Um, I inject uh, biostimulators bio into the body. So it's a filler, but a biostimulator is something that stimulates your body to produce its own collagen. Okay. Um, so we can get real crazy with it, or we can just do a little bit. If you have a little hip dip, I can fix a little hip dip. If you want some crazy enhancement, we can do that too. <laughs> that is wild. Yep, there is pretty much no downtime except for some bruising. Um, you can work out, you can sit down, you can do what you want to do. What and- does it feel like? Does it still it feel like, like a butt? Yeah, because it's your own, it's your own collagen. <laughs> okay. So it's not, it's not like there's something like sitting in there. So yeah, okay, it's your, so it doesn't it's get hard no, or something like that. No, okay. I mean
0: it feels a little funky for like a week or two while it's healing. Yeah, but that's it. That that's is it. crazy. Yeah. And, okay, so the Kardashians they get this done and they just inject mass amounts, mass of mass amounts of it. That is insane. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's so, many be- people, so many people get it done because, again, they don't have the downtime for surgery. Right. And it's expensive stuff. It's an expensive procedure because, you know, I have people come in. They're like, well, how much is that? I can just go get a BBL. Again, fine, go get a BBL, but right. some people can't or don't want that. Right. Um, so it's a some great... Some people don't want
0: to go under the knife. Exactly. So it's
1: a great... I mean, we sit back there and we have... We're laughing the whole time we're doing it. It feels like you're getting... You've had a shot in your butt, like a flu shot or oh, yeah. or a B12 injection. Yeah, injunction. a B12. I've, I've yeah, gotten B12 that's before. That's exactly what it feels like. Oh my god. Just like that. That's I just make, insane. you know, a couple of insertion points, just... Pump it up
0: and you're out the door. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. There's something for everybody out there.
1: There really really is. I mean, I can put PDO threads in the butt to lift it. I can put them all over the body. Like, you should just come hang out with me for a full day. I
0: would love that. You'd be like, I would love that. Well, I'd also probably be really queasy (laughs) because I have a very weak stomach, but... I just want to talk a little bit about you're a mom. I'm a mom. And so from mom to mom, I just would like to know what your thoughts are on running a business. How do you juggle it all? I mean, from an outsider's perspective, you are absolutely killing it. I look up to you and I'm like, Kristen, Kristen has a kid. She's running a business. She's working at the hospital. How do you do it all? How do you manage? Um,
1: I, I really don't know. I, I really don't know. Some days I don't know how I function. Um, yes, I have um, my son Roman. he is 21 months tomorrow actually. it's it's hard. it's hard. it's hard, it's hard. You constantly have something going on, something to do. it's it's crazy busy at all times. It's I sometimes feel like I'm not, you know, I think I told you before, I'm not doing enough sometimes and other people are like, what? what do you like how, What do you mean? Like, how do you even get this done? I think you know I'm on autopilot a lot. Just from the minute I wake up, it's go, 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 and get it done. And I really don't have another option. I yeah. mean, between building out this new location for Plumped, um, that's supposed to be open, well, that will be open in three weeks, to helping my husband with a business venture that he just took on, to being a wife, being a mom. Actively injecting at my practice. Um, I'm also a national trainer for Allergan and for PDO threads through Nova Threads. Like I travel teaching other medical professionals that too. Um, I train privately as well. Like it's 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 a lot on my plate. And yes, the hospital. Your schedule is crazy. My schedule is crazy, and it's it's hard sometimes. And I feel like unfortunately some things suffer sometimes. Some you know it's it's hard. My friends, it's very hard as an adult to have friends. Period. But I feel like, you know, my friends that I do have, they're very understanding because it's like, yeah, I'll call you back in five minutes, five weeks later. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> just calling you back. Something suffers. I realize, something suffers somewhere, yeah. but it's just, I try every single day to just push through and just get done what I got to get done. And sometimes it just doesn't happen. Sometimes, you know, little things will throw you off, like then you know the nanny was 15 minutes late this person canceled last minute this person's sick now like it's just you always have to kind of pivot and figure something else out and I've just I try and do as much as I can and make the most out of my time a lot of the time I'm multitasking um, trying to get stuff done but I'm you know I gotta get it done I don't this is what I chose and this is what I know how to do and I have a passion for what I do and it just it has to get done
0: yeah i love your point on friends too because i think those friends who can roll with whatever phase you mm-hmm. are in life whether they have kids or not are mm-hmm. your true friends and they won't fault you for that yeah you know they they will understand yeah and they'll know that it's just a season mm-hmm. and later on things will slow down yep. you know when your son is old enough to kind of be a little yep. bit more self-sufficient and your your new location is yep. built out and your business is running smoothly on its own where you can take a little bit of a step back yep Your friends will, your friends who are your your true friends will will still be there. Will be there. And I think that's the difference between having really good friends, Mm -hmm. which my dad has always said, you can only count your best friends on one hand. No, it's so true. I mean, I feel like as I've gotten older and just
1: gone through different phases of my life, like I can literally count my good friends on one hand.
0: Yeah, it's true. I can too. And that's all you need. Yeah. I don't feel like you no, really. No, you really is. need more
1: than that. No, I don't I don't think so either. I think that that's who's going to be there through thick and thin.
0: Um, people have, you know, will prove themselves, prove the friendship. Um, and that's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need. Well, spinning it into a different direction. But any plans for additional locations? <sighs> Once I get this baby up
1: and running, you know, I've always thought about it. I would love to possibly, you know, open up a plump Charleston, you know, maybe uh, Nashville, Atlanta, you know, keep it in the Southeast. Not get crazy big or anything because, again, I never want to be a franchise. I want my name and involvement in it 100%. I also don't want to spread myself too thin and yeah. have, you know, multiple things going on that I can't control because I feel like when you take on too much too – things start suffering. And if I can't put 100% into it, I'm not doing it. Right. Um, But if I could find the right teams and put everything together, I would definitely consider doing different locations. I'm on board for it. I think you can do it. (laughs) And I think it would do really well. I think so, too. It's, like I said, it's something that I've thought about in the past. But it's just too much to think about now with the
0: with the new space. I'm gonna get through one first and see how that goes. (laughs) I know, and for those of you who don't know, Kristen is opening a new space. Where will it be? Plumped, it will be on West Moorhead
1: Street in Charlotte. Super excited about our new location. It's just under 2,000 square feet. Um, It is a complete custom build-out. It is beautiful,
0: and I cannot wait for everyone to see it. I can't wait to see it. I think if you're not local and you're coming through Charlotte, you definitely have, have to visit, to make a stop, make an appointment for a facial. Yes, or some highly Botox. recommend. What's my favorite <laughs> facial? I can never remember the right name.
1: You, what? You, um, you always get the
0: Skin Wave. Yes, the Skin, skin wave. wave. You guys have to make an appointment for a Skin Wave facial. With Christina, she's my favorite. Everybody's good, but Christina has the hands (laughs) of an angel. (laughs) She truly does. (laughs) All right, well, I want to end with where can everybody find you? Instagram, your website, how can they book an appointment with you? So best way to book an appointment, um... Unfortunately, you know, things are crazy with like Instagram
1: and other forms of communication, but best way to book an appointment is to give us a call or a text. We do respond via text to our business line. Um, We can, you know, leave that for viewers. Um, It's 704-526-9321. Some people like to email, text, call, DM... Just one form would be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the best way. It okay. gets you crazy trying to answer stuff on social media and then through emails and things like that. So,
0: And if they want to follow you at Plump, at Plump Charlotte, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. on Instagram, Plump and Charlotte CLT. CLT. Yeah, CLT. Yeah. Got it. Kristen, thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. We I, definitely have to do it again. Yes, I can't wait to come see the new space, and hopefully we can do this again sometime yeah, soon. Yeah, definitely.